oh, this is a cool. Actually, I'm I'm happy with this one already. Okay. Right. <laughs> Let's get started quickly, then. He's huh? <laughs> before before I burn out here. It might go off sale by the time we get to talking about it. This oh, tends to happen. Chance would be a fine thing. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Internet of Trash, a podcast about all the smart tech we could probably live without. I'm David. And I'm Chris. Chris, how are you doing this week? Uh, I'm good, Dave. I'm good. Um, we've, we went to Bournemouth this week. Lovely day out of the cell in Bournemouth. <laughs> actually, we went today, actually. The day we're recording this, we just got back. Oh, you went intentionally to get content for the show, I believe, yes? Oh, yes. It was a fact-finding mission. Um, not a lot going on in Bournemouth. So there we go. Surprising that. It's almost like there's some sort of <laughs> event going on globally. Some sort of ongoing <laughs> issue. Um, I had a Taco Bell for the first time today. Have you ever been to a Taco Bell? I have. There is one near me. In Bournemouth, by any chance? <laughs> uh, based on last week's catastrophe with locations, Chris, I'm not going to disclose. <laughs> I do not wish to divulge that information. I'd never, uh, been, I'd never been to a Taco Bell before. I don't think there was one in Bournemouth when I used to live there. No, I think it opened um, only two or three years ago. Okay. I have to say, very disappointed. Very disappointed. Which, with, with which bit? <laughs> the location, the general ambiance <laughs> of the whole thing. No, I mean, uh, I. Uh, it's not a thing. I didn't even know it was a thing we had in this country, really. But you hear so so much about it, so I thought we'd try it. And, I mean, we. I was, I was browsing the Taco Bell, the menu, late last night. I'm very, very hungry, and it look, all looked incredible. So we went, and I, um, I ordered, like, the... Uh, uh, what I could only assume was the 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 star meal. It was called like the um, the the jumbo burrito grilled supreme or something. So I assumed this was like the uh, the, the the top end, that, the Big Mac, ex- exactly the Big Mac of Taco Bell. <laughs> and it was very disappointing actually. It really it really didn't sit with me very well for a while afterwards. But that <laughs> might be a bit... and, and, and you don't mean that in a general. You mean that in a, a, a physical like a in a physical sense, sense yes <laughs> in a gastronomical sense <laughs> yeah um, yeah i mean you know there's plenty of people that say it's a one in three chance and things like that i believe <laughs> from places like that so no, i mean the one i've been to once or twice near me is um it's okay i don't i live probably less than a six or seven minute walk very specifically away from it um so start plotting on your maps a radius okay. circle now, people. We have a, <laughs> you can st- I need one more point of <laughs> one more point to make a triangulation here. You can triage me quite easily, <laughs> yes. Um and so that walk, I can carry it back and it's pretty much stone cold by the time I get back here. Um, which is slightly disappointing. I don't feel uh, like that, that I don't feel like that's Taco Bell's fault. <laughs> Yes, but I can walk. I've, I've, the point being, Chris, is I've walked further with other takeaway restaurants that are available um, with their produce, and it's been it's ah. burnt my mouth quite <laughs> frank, right, frankly, Chris. <laughs> Five stars then. Five stars. Yeah. Um, but the yeah, uh, I, I think it's okay. When you go to to these places, the food always looks better in in the pictures. It's all the you know the 
steroids and things they pump in, into it before they take the photos. They're always a lot flatter and a lot less sort of crisp than they look in the photos. So, Have you seen the um, like the behind the scenes? It was like those BuzzFeed articles and the memes where it's like how photographers really do it. And for ice cream, it's mashed potato and, uh, you know, chocolate sauce is actually oil, motor oil, uh, tipped over ice cream and things like that just to make it look... Well, if you want it to look like better. chocolate sauce, you've got to use motor oil. <laughs> yeah, but there's this whole thing of that's actually how they make food look better than it because they, they know the real thing wouldn't sit there in a photo very well i suppose they have to sit there probably for quite a long time under hot lights i imagine <laughs> yeah i mean it probably does that in the restaurant as well. In <laughs> yes, which, is, which judging by the taste of my of my a burrito this afternoon might be how it works in, in the real restaurant <laughs> But well, I, I hope you fed your uh, report back to. I did. The restaurant, I Chris. did, and I fed my curiosity, and I think I'm. I think I'm good now. It's my fault because I was browsing the menu late last night. And yeah, that's that's some serious preparation. It was. It was. The day before you went, you thought, "Let's have a look at." I was planning place. ahead. If I've got to drive to Bournemouth, I'm make, I'm making it worth it. It, it almost sounds that like the visit was actually for Taco Bell. More than anything, Chris, if I'm honest. I mean, I have a curious mind, Dave. No, the real reason, the real reason is because we had soup for dinner last night and I was absolutely fucking starving in bed. <laughs> and it looked, in, um, at, that, at that point, it looked in, incredible. It looked absolutely incredible. I could have eaten all of them. That's how they get you. That's how they get you. They wait for soup <laughs> night. <laughs> soup night and bam, the email comes in. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's this diet that we're on. It's it's not. How's that going? Um, it's going. I have to say, it is slipping. It is slipping. There's every now and again you think, oh, I'm going to do something bad. You know, I'm going to have a a biscuit or something. But so every it's now, driven you to do worse things. It's driven me to worse things. I'm sneak eating now. <laughs> I have a packet of mini cheddars in the back of the cupboard, which I've hidden, which I have to delve into every now and again. No, it's it's it, it's not going great. I mean, I lost I lost about three pounds like really quickly, um, and then since then, nothing. My my weight just fluctuates up and down wildly every day. I I can I can go for a, a run and I don't run, but I could I could go for a walk and be really good and have a really great day, and I put on a pound. And then I can spend all day at home one day and I've lost a pound. I just, my weight is fluctuating up and down all, all the time. Every single thing I do seems to have no effect. Like every extra diet measure I add seems seems to do nothing. So I'm scared about giving it up now. That's the problem. So, <laughs> I think uh, it may not be remiss of me to say, Chris, that you're probably not a person that needs to lose too much weight. So maybe it's your body saying, what the hell are you doing, man? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Could just be, could be me on that one that's saying that. We did not need to put ourselves through this. Um, oh, I just really want some melted cheese. God. Well, well, Chris, I mean, I know you say weight's fluctuating. Um, is that, and this is not related to this show in this turn, in, for this episode at least, but you have a smart scale, don't you? Uh, yeah, we have a Bluetooth scale. I, could it be possible just just possible that this scale just spits random numbers roughly out to you i have considered that i mean this scale is unbelievable i mean the amount of information it's got about my body simply by 
<laughs> by weighing me or, or or through my feet because I think it has sensors on the scale and where you put your feet and the amount of information it, it seems to have got my weight my body fat percentage my my water percentage my my skeletal muscle my bone mass it knows how much protein I have I mean I really don't understand how it's worked this out <laughs> I mean you're asking the wrong person I really but, it, uh... it's a modern miracle of science I didn't know my feet had so much information in them. <laughs> is it that they say the feet are the second smartest organ in the body, maybe? I don't know. <laughs> That's maybe something I missed in science, in biology. Um, missed quite a lot in biology, admittedly, between the two of us. We I did, think. unfortunately, yeah. And I feel like um, it's now coming back to haunt me. I wish I knew what skeletal there, muscle there may, was. <laughs> there may have been a whole lesson on don't let anyone near your feet. It'll tell them everything. Yeah. And what you've done there is just sell your data to big scale. The feet are the passport <laughs> to the soul, as everybody knows. You'll have Google ads in no time. <laughs> about but, <laughs> but what concerned me as well is that it gives you a metabolic age. So you tell it how old you are, and then it gives you like a body age. And then as I lost weight my age went up more and more. I'm struggling to keep my age like at my normal level at the moment. I, I didn't want to say anything, Chris, but you do look a lot older than... I'm gaining some sort of complex here. I really don't know. But I'm um, just going to... Nope. Just going to pause whilst an ambulance goes past. They're doing, they're doing great work, Dave. It's essential key workers. It's all good. We're going to celebrate the key workers there for a second. <laughs> <laughs> happened to the Thursday clap anyway? Where did that go? Um, I, I think everyone realised how pretentious and like actually how hypocritical it is that you should just pay them more. But that's for a politics show, Chris, and we're not a politics show. We're going to cut that out in case some, <laughs> in case it, well, in case we get a big sponsorship yes. deal from a political party, big government <laughs> comes in, to big, big gov <laughs> shuts us down. <laughs> dieting we bought um, an exercise bike that was our big news a few weeks ago um <laughs> you can wow. tell how exciting my life is at the moment <laughs> life uh, milestone in your life <laughs> bought a house bought an exercise bike uh no uh and this bike is it's very strange because it asks so much information about you when you go in to create your profile and log in and everything it asks for your your gender your height and your weight and everything about you and then as far as i can tell it does nothing with that information well can you not just get it to ask the scales in the well, I don't. <laughs> dude ask ask the blue he knows <laughs> ask him Jesus, he's figured all this out you can't even figure this out so yeah i mean i don't understand why i don't know whether it tailors the resistance no no i've, I've absolutely no idea why it, it asks for um, all the information Chris, it's because they are selling your data for marketing purposes. That is <laughs> I see. The only reason. I think you probably misread the page you yes. filled out. Yeah, and it's it's one of those bikes that has so many different modes and settings. But each mode and setting is is uh, is depicted on the display by a little icon. But there is no instructions telling you what any of these little icons mean. 
So I've just been picking random pictures on the screen every time I go in to um, and I try try and use it. I have no idea what, what I'm doing. <laughs> is it? It's not one of the uh, there's uh, Peloton bikes. I assume it's not one. Of oh them. no, 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 no! I don't want no, I don't no. want anyone else involved in this. <laughs> it's not a pretty sight. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. So, <laughs> but. But it has a touchscreen, so it's somewhat smart bike. Maybe it can feature in a future episode. Maybe Chris. I don't know. I I think I need to learn more, more, <laughs> more, more about it. I really had no idea how, how to use it when I started. It gives you, it tells you, you know, select which a resistance setting you want, and I don't even know what the resistance settings go up to. And I have no, <laughs> I have no frame of reference as to what's what's high or what's not. So the first time I did it, I thought I put it on like twenty or something, and my God. Was that difficult? It felt like I was biking through soup or something. It was I was absolutely <laughs> exhausted. Did it not have the? Do you were you on the soup bowl icon? Oh yes, I, I was on the culinary <laughs> setting. <laughs> well, Chris, uh, hopefully one day you'll figure the bike yeah. out. Um, I mean, I've recently just bought a real world bike. Ah, um, one of them. Very, a very simple one. Um, but one, it's quite stressful when I get on the bike because I have to, I have to synchronize so many things when I get on the bike because it doesn't, the exercise doesn't really count unless I've tracked it on my watch. Of course. Because, you know, you don't get the points for it. So I sit there on the bike and I've got a timer on the bike that counts down for my half hour, you know, thing. And then I have to synchronize my watch to start at the same time. But I also have like a half hour thing on TV that I'm going to watch as I go. So I have to, <laughs> and that program's exactly half an hour. So I, I, I can't start it too early or else it finishes before I finish my bike ride. And I can't start it too late because I don't want to go over half an hour. So I have to, it's like synchronized watches, gentlemen. And I have to have to try and get all three things going at exactly the same time. It's almost like you need a smart solution that possibly joins all these together. I don't think one exists. I just but... ask the scales. <laughs> they seem to know what's going on. So, Chris... That actually does lead me somewhat conveniently on to the gadget of the week. Ah, the gadget of the week. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. The gadget, gadget of, of the, week. the week. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, Chris, on your diet, maybe this is something maybe you have in the mornings. Um, but, Chris, how do you like your eggs in the morning? Uh, non-existent, please. Eggs, eggs have no place for me in, in, in the morning. There, <laughs> there's, there's nothing I want to do least first thing in the morning than to have something that's really eggy that's great because this isn't to do with eggs <laughs> however <laughs> luckily however, enough this has got nothing to do with eggs good news is i started and i will finish this <laughs> i have my eggs chris on some toast okay and that is where we're going today to the land of toast to the land of toast. A toast to the toast. I have toast every morning. That's my standard breakfast. Two slices of toast. Gets me through the day. Well, we may be just about to flip that on its head completely, Chris. Okay. You you're, might... you're, you're, you're building this up quite, quite a lot. I hope this is not just a smart toaster. <laughs> it is a smart <laughs> toaster. However, however, <laughs> do not be alarmed. It is does more than <laughs> smartly toast I don't know. you don't say what else does this smart toaster do so chris here's the feature list 
of the smart okay. toaster. We're going to run down the feature list we of the smart toaster. We are doing a rundown of everything this thing can do. And you may be wondering just how many features you can pack in. Prepare to be whelmed. So, feature one, it toasts bread. Okay, that's the bare minimum I would expect. It's met the criterion for a toaster. Yeah. We, I, I think we can all agree. Be deeply disappointed if this wasn't on the list. Step two, it can remember your favourite toasting settings. Interesting. Continue. Not terrible, actually, is it? That that makes sense. No, no. Step three, or feature three, Chris, it, uh, you can print onto the bread. <laughs> what? <laughs> yes. So <laughs> your bread, Chris, this toaster is able to, um, well... Burn, it sort of burns. Oh, right. So it toasts the, the bread, bread. <laughs> in a specific pattern to create yes, an image. You can choose to send a message. The example they've given is the words pay bills. <laughs> um, and they also, they, they tout it. They tout it as a, as you could use it as a private messenger. We'll come to that in a bit. <laughs> um, you can, I, I kind of get this one. You can get the weather and headlines Burnt into your bread and into your toast in the morning. (laughs) Wait, Um, okay. I have a lot of questions, but let's just keep going through the feature list. (laughs) Hold your questions, please, because we're we're nearly there. And you can also, on the app, draw your own toast art. Wow. So, yes. uh, Immediate questions, please, Chris. (laughs) Okay, why? Smart Uh, devices. (laughs) (laughs) Because we can. Um, Okay, immediate questions. How well, is it it a good toaster? How many settings of toasting does this thing have? No idea, um, (laughs) because it doesn't work in a traditional sense. Now, I will give this one upfront big credit. It looks great. It actually looks like a really cool, sleek little toaster. Um, That's probably where it starts to teeter off in terms of positives. How many uh, uh, um, uh, bread chambers? What would you call it? How many sliced holes does this thing have? (laughs) How many breads can this thing hold? Well, this is where this is what gets me, Chris. So this it looks like a two slice system. Okay, your standard two slice system. (laughs) Your standard two slicer. Um, But they they go on. They say about burning messages in like pay bills and good day on the bread, and well. They say it's, you could use it as a private messenger, and they, they then go on to say you can use this throughout the day, Chris. This this can be used throughout the day. There's just toast. The there's just toast coming <laughs> out of that kitchen all day. <laughs> toast flying out of this thing. So you can with your breakfast, you can have the weather, eighty degrees today in Fahrenheit, and sunny symbol on there. At lunchtime, uh, a midday surprise for your loved one as he opens the. Uh, sandwich up who's having toast sorry who's having toast at midday weird but yeah opening the and also cold toast because it's been pre-made it's in his lunchbox at work this is what it's showing (laughs) and it just says good day um what a surprise that'll wear off after the not even the first time i believe of doing that (laughs) (laughs) who's who's having toast who's taking toast with them Exactly that, because it would be a sandwich that you'd does, take with you. That just seems totally wrong to me. And at night, you can schedule a message for the next morning. Like, if it's your partner's birthday, they can wake up and go and collect their toast in the morning, and it says, happy birthday. This leads me on, and back to the two-chamber system issue, 
of you this to do it like this to use it in this capacity you'd always have to keep it loaded okay with fresh <laughs> that was my next question every time you want to send a message you have to have a slice of bread loaded in the chamber yes you have to tell them so the surprise is slightly lost in could you put a slice in the toaster for me please uh, I thought they could maybe make an add-on like a like a magazine or oh, something like a, <laughs> a buffer of bread or something. It doesn't have that, so yeah, you'd have to have someone manually loading this every time it needed to be used for surprise messages. So, if you're going to use this as a private message system, the person you're sending a message to has to either already have preloaded the toaster. Or has to yes. has to be alerted somehow that there's an incoming message, and then go and load the toaster. Yes, essentially, yes. Can you send it to toasters in different houses, or is this presuming somebody has multiple toasters in every room, like smart speakers? Oh, no, no. You have you have a smart speaker in every room, and every room also has a toaster <laughs> in the corner. You, you can drop in to whoever else wants. <laughs> Um, I don't believe it, uh, the functionality at this at that point uh, was um, for that sort of thing. Right. I think you have one toaster and you try and make it. You're not communicating between toasters. You're communicating. You're sending something on your phone to the toaster. <laughs> yeah, essentially within right. your family, like family sharing as such. <laughs> <laughs> so, right. Okay. Um, fine. How um how detailed can the images be on this toaster? Like, the, would you be able to print bit, text on there that's readable, or is it very? The only, te- <laughs> the only text I see is typically two words of, and the only examples they seem to have are four or five letter words at most. So, and the the art the sorry the in quote unquote <laughs> art drawing system is very much an 8 bit type of blocky right, art sort okay. of system so if your compute if your printer ran out of ink you couldn't run to to the toaster i think i need this report for tomorrow morning let's no, use you, let's use the toaster you couldn't uh, get that critical contract signed off on the, <laughs> on the toast unfortunately no um, so yeah, you know, this 24-7 toaster that you've now uh, purchased, um, part of the remembering your uh, required, ah, yes. required, but... Now that, now that does sound mildly useful. However... It does. Uh, yeah, I mean, who... People tend to have like one way they like their toast. So I guess if you live in a household with multiple people, if people like their toast in different ways, each person could have a profile of some kind, I guess. And load up their I toast setting, or <laughs> can only assume. Yes, yes. Um, they have. I don't know if this is painted it or not. It's called brownness control. Oh um, no, no. That, that's what it is. <laughs> that's that's so, what they went with. That's, that's how they did it. That's what the focus group went with. Um, but yes, it's, uh, I don't think that. Very generous of you to assume there's a focus group on any of this. Just the brainchild of one deranged fever dream. The toast is talking so, to me. Chris, we're just going to quickly go through the side by side features comparison for this, comparing it where they compare it to other toasters, aka any other toaster. Just a toaster. Because, yes. If this is just makes toast, yes, yes. I don't know. Writes on toast, yes, no. (laughs) They've done the classic thing of trying to literally painfully drag out any little difference. So your standard 
unbranded toaster, let's say a supermarket brand, for example, out of all the columns, out of all the rows here, the only one ticked is reheat and defrost and um, seven levels of browning control. It doesn't even say it cooks toast, if I'm frankly yeah, honest. They haven't actually, actually mentioned this. that it makes toast anywhere in there. I guess that's implied. <laughs> is that what they mean by reheating? Is toast just reheating bread? Because that, that doesn't sound as appealing. No, I think that's just one of the modes on top of, you know, if you've left your toast to go cold and then <laughs> after buttering it and jamming it, you think actually I'll jam it back in the toaster. It'll reheat it for you. So Chris, this toaster, the smart toaster, is able to, well, it has app control, is a messenger. <laughs> Dubious, <laughs> but fine. Um, it's got a cord organiser, so your cables are nice and tidy. Oh, well, how many cables does this thing have? It's got an LED light, which actually most toasters have some form of light on them, I believe. Yeah, if they're hot, they've usually got to have some kind of indication that they're hot. Usually on the cancel button or something, isn't it, to make it obvious. Um, removable, removable crumb tray. Again, my toaster has that and it's a cheap one. Pretty standard. <laughs> um, extra wide and long slot. No. Easy. <laughs> That's <laughs> yes, uh, fine. And weather forecast synchronization. Uh, I bet you. Uh, that was not what I was expecting. <laughs> okay. So, what? Do you have. So, can you set things to happen automatically? Like, it could automatically print the weather off for I, you every morning. I think the uh, desire here was like, yeah, you could if this, then that integration right. for your toaster. Right. And, but again, I say, you always have to have the bread loaded in the toaster. Yeah, again, yes. So overnight, it's gone stale or solid because the, you know, bread doesn't last that long in open air, does it? No, like, no. Let's, let's be real here, Chris. No. Wow. Um, answer to your earlier question, it's got seven levels of okay. browning control. Okay. I mean, <laughs> my one gripe about normal toasters. Now, I think a toaster is a wonderful thing, and I would never choose to say anything bad about toasters, but they can be very variable in their browning control like the toaster mm -hmm. i have i have had for about six years now and i th I feel like i know it very very well but every now and again it'll just throw a curveball at you <laughs> i can put it on two and i know what two is i've used two many many times and it's just burnt instantly burnt i don't know about you chris i i find with mine the setting I have it on always, to be fair, same as you, you know, you know what settings you need. Um, the first set of slices come out exactly how I want. And then the second, you really have to cut it off about halfway because yes. it's obviously heated all the elements up and then it just starts to burn. It's the so. residual heat there. But can the smart toaster account for that? That's the question. Who knows? They haven't really gone into that much detail. And Chris, that leads me on to the... Uh, disappointing fact here that this toaster never appears to have come to fruition oh, no not again <laughs> um, but chris it was a uh, crowdfunding exercise it passed with flying colors so who knows what's happened afterwards um what i haven't looked into it so stage knows, of literally. development they're on now um, it was three years ago, two to three years ago. Again, we seem to be finding a lot of stuff from 2017, 2018 that just ended. So maybe that was the, a bad year for smart stuff. Was the, the year the smart bubble burst. Uh, Chris, how much would you be willing to pay for this 
instant messaging, uh, weather updating, and browning control toaster. How much would I be willing to pay, or how much do I think they're charging for it? Let's do both. <laughs> um, okay, straight off the back, I have absolutely no idea how much toasters cost. <laughs> I have absolutely <laughs> no clue. My frame of reference is non-existent. Let's say, how much does a toaster cost? Twenty uh, pounds or something? I think yeah, you probably get a decent one for twenty. Yeah, yeah so two, sli- two slicer, you know. Let's say that this is fifty. That's how much you willing to pay, or that's your oh. just a, okay. Let's just say that's your cost fifty. Pound. Let's go with fifty. I'm willing to pay nothing, but let but let's go with fifty. <laughs> so they were saying this would cost around 120 pounds oh blimey but chris think of all that instant messaging but to be fair be so it's a license to print cash because you can just and and toast you can just get that baby humming <laughs> um oh, this God. is true uh, yeah 120 quid so there's that but like i say it doesn't appear to be on sale uh the website's been taken over by some sort of scammy blog so there you go <laughs> it could be in r&d though it could be in development we just don't know yes it's still it's time. It's entirely plausible Let, let's give them all the benefit of the doubt yeah <laughs> so one of the things so if you could print the weather and things it, it's strange to me because are they are they expecting you to be getting all these messages and all this information and then eating the toast because they seem to be implying that this thing is going to be going like every half hour in the day well, and i have toast once a day yeah good point you can imagine being quite sick of toast after a few messages kind of going i don't want to eat anymore stop yes. can you not just, you've had to open your phone anyway can you not just use like whatsapp or something please yeah and you know if, if i'm if i'm up in the morning it's early i'm going to work i want to sit down and i want to read the news I want to sit down with my breakfast and look at the weather and read the news. What I don't want to have to do is, am I buttering on top of the weather? Or, or, oh, or have I got to flip the toast over and read it before I eat it? Or have I got to stand at the counter and read the news headlines and then make my toast? Or do I have a spare bit of well, toast? When I say the news headlines, I don't know how well that works in this no. regard. But uh, yeah, I guess you'd have to read it prior to anything else uh, <laughs> any commencement of to- of actual toast preparation happens and another concern of mine with this is the way it's obviously because it's using some form of burning to put the message on there does that mean it's undercooking or not cooking bits where there's no message where it needs to be white like transparent as ah, such yes so, so you're gonna suddenly get a doughy bit of bread <laughs> <laughs> why is your bread doughy uh, I make all my the bread own, should so. be perfectly <laughs> edible anyway before you put it in the toaster. Uh, yeah, but in comp- in contrast to a toasted bit of I suppose bread, so. Chris, I mean, the bread has been out all night, hasn't it? So it's not going to be great. Who knows? It's self-toasted at that point. Okay, so this is the question. Say you set your toast level to five, okay? To- is it to- toasting <laughs> the the majority of the bread or the um, is it toasting the blank page of the bread to five and then burning the weather into it? Or is it toasting the weather at five and leaving the rest doughy and inedible? <laughs> I'm not going to deny, Chris, these are very, very good questions. Um, you, you cannot, again, I cannot confirm nor deny any of these. 
theories. Let's assume it. I guess it steps it up a step, but then it, I, I, and then if you're going for stage seven, which some of their imagery shows that that would just be pretty much burnt to a crisp. Oh wow! So I guess it does the inverse. Maybe it doesn't burn the. There must be some algorithm. Really? <laughs> what kind of chip has this thing got in it? It's uh, running a i7. <laughs> It's got, got the latest oh. 3090 graphics cards. So, Chris, I think uh, it'd be remiss of me not to go into some toast facts. Okay. Hit me with your toast um, facts. Toast slash bread flat facts. Okay. There isn't that many toast facts. <laughs> we have to branch out to, to, to bread. In fact, in fact, the toast facts are so bad. I'll come to them after the bread facts. <laughs> They're so bad, we're going to end on them. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I'll start. On, that's very true. Let's start with the rubber, you know, and then get get better. We'll so, build up to the bread. Okay, go on. Here's two quick fire. These don't need any interaction, Chris. <laughs> fi- all right, fire. Fi- fine. Um, <laughs> no, 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 you go. Leave me to ahead, it, though. please. Uh, quick gonna, fire I'm facts. These are from uh, reputable websites on toast. And uh, quick fire fact, one of two for toast <laughs> is contrary to unpopular belief, toast denotes any bread product that's been toasted, which isn't contrary to, contrary to my belief. That, so that sounds fine to me. What? That sounds logical. Who's, who's creating all these restrictions on what counts as toast? Please, Chris, Big Toast has spoken. Um, Hold your questions till the end, please. <laughs> and the second quickfire toast fact is uh, the process of toasting involves closely exposing a bread product to a source of radiant heat for a short time, causing the outer surface to crispen and thereby become delicious. This is the, <laughs> that the official, the official the Big official Toast line. Is it? Big, for, uh, big fact for toast. So two things that you can pretty much derive. I have to say, Dave, common you, knowledge. you didn't sell the toast facts. And I'm still disappointed. All, all you did was just describe what toast is. Um, that's they are classified as facts according to reputable toast websites, Chris. Now we move on to the reputable bread websites. These facts actually are a bit more interesting, and they are audience participation time, Chris. Ah, so okay. Buzz in if you know the answer. Okay. Um, Chris, how many loaves of bread? In the UK, a day, do you think are sold? How many loaves a day? Okay, yes. so let's assume so. There's six, sixty million people in the UK. Wow, okay, let's You're say really that if they live in an average of four households of what four people, maybe so that's that's fifteen million. If they buy a loaf of bread a week then that's, uh, uh, so on average a day, I'm going to say uh, 2 million. A, a day. 2 million loaves of bread a day. Okay, it's actually nearer to 12 million. Oh, I mean, that's a lot. Yeah, I'll give you that. <laughs> that's a lot of bread. Um, <laughs> that's a lot of dough <laughs> in terms of both bread and money made for the company's manufacturing bread um, because that's you, you manufacture it I believe I believe so you <laughs> won't technical they term. don't grow bread <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, I, I guess you bake it don't you? you either like, grow it or you manufacture it <laughs> <laughs> manufacture seems a bit more clinical like cars and stuff <laughs> though, doesn't it um, and toasters ironically um, 
So, Chris, this one's one you may remember from a, a past of ours. Do you remember when the first sliced bread was sold, Chris? Uh, first sliced bread. What, in the UK? Uh, well, no, globally. In the world. Let's uh, go global here. 1936. No, it was July 7th, 1928. Ah, I knew um, it would be the 20s. In uh, Chilaki, Chilak, <laughs> Jesus, oh, wow. Chilakoffee, Chilakoffee, Chilakoffee. Where's Chilakoffee? <laughs> uh, Missouri in the United States. Really? Uh, see, yes. they'd invented something new like that. I th- would have thought the first place they'd sold it in would have been some major city, but... It- is this just some sort of backwater town somewhere? Well, there, there was a bakery there. Maybe they were a large. Maybe they did supply to cities or something. I, I, I so, again haven't really looked into this. Okay, because... well that's unfortunate because I have more questions. Um, is this is this the first manufactured loaf of sliced bread, or is this the first time somebody got a loaf of bread and sliced no. it up and then sold it? <laughs> Yeah, prior to that, well, I thought you were going to imply this is the first time someone's ever sliced bread and they, before they were just eating the loaf just, like animals. We need, just, to, <laughs> we need to find a way to make these this bread smaller because, my God, these sandwiches. <laughs> I, I can only assume it's the first on-scale uh, manufacture of sliced bread. Um, I mean, how long? I mean, humans have been making bread for a long time. Like a, a very long time. It, it seems mm. strange that it, it took that long for somebody to think of slicing it in the factory before they send it out. If ever, all anyone's doing is is receiving the loaf and then slicing it. I guess it's, again, the scale. I, maybe the, the small local bakers were, you know, able to slice it. The technology wasn't there at a scale to do it. I, I don't know. Um, but I do know, Chris, hey, it yeah. actually took two years before sliced bread started to become on sale in the UK. So 1930 was when the UK oh. experienced its first We were late adopters. Uh, commercialized. Where were we? It's it the big bread I, knives union was stopping me. We stopping it coming in. I, I can only assume we saw it in a Hollywood film. Yes. And went, oh, that looks that looks interesting. He's bought he hasn't had he's opened the, the loaf straight up and he's he's already toasting wait, away. Wait. Did we see him cut that bread? Wait. <laughs> Go back. Is that, a, is, that a, is that a sleight of hand on the is that a cut that they've done in the film? It's movie magic. Smoke and mirrors, everyone. <laughs> okay, so nineteen twenty-eight, the first sliced bread. Yes. So there you have it. Best thing since bread. Better than bread. <laughs> So Dave, tell me, toast. Are you a are you a lightly toasted man or are you a a, a hard toast man? Light. It's got to be light. Lightly toasted. Interesting. Mm. Interesting. You won't be able. You won't get much clarity in your drawings out from light toast. I'll tell you that. Uh, I spend a lo- long time etching uh, <laughs> into my toast. <laughs> Scrape with, away the burnt uh, bits, don't you? I've had to start using a sharpie. It's that light. If I'm frankly honest, <laughs> it's not great. Breakfast takes hours. <laughs> How are you, Chris? What about yourself? Uh, I'm a middle ground. I think I, I tend to have lightly toasted bread, but if I want a treat, I just crank that dial up a little bit more. And and Chris, is your bread white, wholemeal, uh, whole grain, brown, 50-50? Oh, it, it, no, it's white. White bread all the way. Always Brilliant. in toast. Can I count on your support in this matter, Dave? 
Uh, yes, you can. Uh, I use one of the popular brands of their with their toasty range, which ah yes, I've, I've fallen for the marketing ploy that it's better to toast the toasty <laughs> bread. Basically, this bread is made for toasting. But they they don't say it's actually uh, malleable enough for messaging, so uh, they are missing a trick. It's there. not message grade bread. It's not message grade. It's uh, it's like paper, paper waiting, isn't yes. it? <laughs> Do you have to buy GSM. specific bread for this smart? Smart toaster. Is it like buying printer ink? Is it gonna? Is it that extortionate? That had to have been their business model, surely. It has little codes on it to tell you which bread to get. Yeah. Who knows? Okay. Next bread. Next toast question. Then, Dave. Uh, when you put your spread or whatever you put on the bread, do you wait for it to cool or do you put it on hot? All depends. Because I've only got a two slicer. If I want three slices, annoyingly, a lot of the time I like three slices. Uh, especially because the toasty stuff's quite small. <laughs> it's a small loaf, like smaller <laughs> slices. Uh, so I'll prop them up in like a triangle to try and retain as much heat as possible. <laughs> Not that that does anything because there's no proof. I don't. I've, I have no idea if that actually works. Um, and yeah, but usually I try and butter them whilst they're warm so that you get a nice easy spread on them. You get a bit of melted. Mm. A bit, oh yeah, it's perfect. A, a, melts a bit in. of melt. Okay. You don't, want, you don't want any visible residue of butter sat on top. No. Okay, that seems fair. That's, that seems fair. Can oh, we, this? We, we agree on that one, do we? Can this smart toaster keep the bread slightly warm for you? Uh, no, whilst I don't you believe prepare it has the next grill, slice. <laughs> a heating grill on there or anything. But it, it, but it can reheat. It can reheat though, so you can do your extra slice, and then you can reheat your first two slices. But then what about the two slices that are waiting? But then you reheat you them reheat. afterwards. <laughs> okay, it's a vicious cycle. <laughs> You get your other. You, really gotta... you, you go in in at the study to your backup toaster. <laughs> you, you send a message to the bedroom saying you need help. <laughs> oh, that's amazing! That's that is actually I've, I've completely missed that as the uh, the feature there. Terribly sorry. Yeah. See, they're just like smart speakers. One in every room. Yeah. Uh, so, I guess. Speaking of which, you could stereo pair them as well if you had to. <laughs> They pop up. <laughs> Speaking of which, Dave, look what I got today. Oh, another thing to listen to yeah. you all day long. For the uh, for the listeners at home, I'm holding up a, a Google Mini speaker. This was the this was the free uh, speaker I got from my my Spotify account. Oh, you actually got one. They, 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 I got uh, one. Yeah, they they pulled the promotion by the time I looked almost at it. instantly. <laughs> so lucky you. Well done. Yeah. <laughs> No, I got Perfect. one. The only issue I have now is that I have more. I have more speakers than I have rooms. Um, so this one's sort of a bit, sort of floating a little bit in in, in the wind. <laughs> I don't really know where to put it now. Um, do they work in the car? No, I suppose they don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's you're gonna have to get a bigger place, Chris. I'm gonna have to that's upgrade. I'm gonna have to get a new flat because I have I have an abundance of speakers that that, that need the space. They need homes for just five pound a month. You can house. You can sponsor a, uh, a Nest Mini. Chris, it's time to come to the grading. Let's Aha. print a message. Is it going to be the thumbs up print onto the toast or the thumbs down? Who knows? You drop the toast. We can't remember which way up it was. So who knows? <laughs> um, Chris, is this going to be consigned to the ever ever growing internet of trash trash bin? I have to say, of all the devices we've talked about so far, this one is my favourite because it, it's actually something that you use every day. 
this is something I use every day. You know, I don't have, I don't use a hairbrush every day because I'm disgusting, but I don't use, <laughs> I don't use smart salt shakers or whatever the hell that was every day. But um, yeah, this is, this is my favorite. I think, I think if somebody gave this to me as a gift, I wouldn't throw it away instantly. Good. And it's uh, still going yeah. in the trash bin though. It's it, it, it it's an appalling idea and just a complete waste of time and money. I agree. I think uh, I think it's it, it came so close. It flew so close to the uh, <laughs> the sun. They had so many great ideas. It got lightly um, toasted on one side as it flew past the sun. Well, I I think going back earlier Chris where you said where your estimate of cost was 50 pounds. I think if it was priced at 50 pounds and just had that uh, favorite heat settings, and it had it had a way of actually moderating that across so consistency. Yes, I'd actually pay fifty pounds for that, and I it think, wouldn't be in the bin right now. I think that's what they missed out on. If there was just if there was a toaster that connected to my phone, and I could load up my favorite toast profile, great, sign me up. There, there's nothing I hate more than making toast at someone else's house or in a hotel. <laughs> It's a bit like showers. You know, when you go to someone else's house, not that we're allowed to do that anymore, but if you when you go to someone else's house (laughs) and you have to try and use the shower and it's just this incredibly confusing contraption with valves and buttons and everything and it's totally confusing. I I hate making toast. Every time I go to someone else's, if I'm staying around um, somewhere else and someone offers me toast for breakfast, I'll turn it down. Even though... Toast is my favorite thing to have for breakfast. <laughs> you can never get the settings right. You'll put it in at all the way up and it'll come out as this sort of limp, cold piece of bread and you'll run it through again and then it'll come out black. I just, you cannot get it right. It's interesting you mentioned the hotel toasters, especially the rotary, like the one where it vanishes into the abyss and then slides out the bottom oh, those, violently. Those are awful. Um, you can never tell whether it's the- your slice <laughs> that comes out the bottom either. <laughs> well, I mean... Okay, well, I was the only one using it at the time, so I'd be uh, surprised. I'd be seriously concerned if someone else's toast was coming out. <laughs> on a previous, uh, on a business trip last year, Chris. Um, remember those? Staying in a, <laughs> remember those things? Trips um, to capital cities? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I was staying in a hotel uh, in London, a popular chain in the UK, and they have the unlimited breakfast thing. You just walk down, you start making stuff. You know, you take as much as you want. And I thought, I'll have a few slices of toast. And uh, to be fair, every time I've stayed at one of these chains before, the toast is on demand. <laughs> you order it <laughs> with a person and they actually come out with it. And I guess it's because they know the problems with this machine. So I put the, I, I put the bread in the machine and it goes around, it came out. And the first issue here was the lip to catch the bread wasn't very good. And I had to dive for it. I was, I was sort of over making an orange juice just adjacent and diving across the room <laughs> to try and catch my what was actually non-cooked bread. It was still basically bread. I was like, what the hell? Chucked it through again. Same issue, it flew out. And this time it was literally black as anything. Yeah. I was like, brilliant. That's my issue. And sometimes you can put them through those weird bread conveyor belt things multiple times. And sometimes it just doesn't change. And I get very stressed because I wonder what's the etiquette in these hotels when there are people waiting to make their toast? How many times are you allowed to put the bread through the toast machine? What's the rate limit that exactly. I'm allowed here? <laughs> they, they really should signpost that clear, yes. I believe. So I think, actually, actually, I'm starting to come round to this thing now. I think if everybody had this smart toaster, 
then when you go to someone else's house, you could connect your phone to it and bring up your toast profile. And then we wouldn't yeah. have any of these problems anymore. I actually, I think this thing is absolute genius. I'm I'm backing it all the wow. way. How much do they want? I'll I'll write the check now. What they wanted 120 pounds, Chris. <laughs> I could tell you exactly how much they wanted. I, I to be fair, Chris, I haven't checked. I'm sure that feature set that we want, where it is just the the control over the temperature and the burn. Um, I'm sure there must be something now out there that does provide that. To be fair, I, I didn't check. However, I'm sure there is. Who knows? Well, sign me up. There you go. You've made a sale, Kenwood. Or whoever, whoever makes these things. Um, so there we go, Chris. I think we can successfully say another smart device has been well and truly discussed. I had a whelming conclusion. <laughs> so that's it for this week's episode of the Internet of Trash. If you've enjoyed it, please do rate and review us on your podcast app of choice. It really does help people to find the show. You can always follow us on Twitter at IOTPod, all one word, and you can email us on theiotpod at gmail.com if you'd like to send us any of your bad tech stories. Thank you very much for listening, and we'll be back next week with more smart devices that should have been left a little bit dumber.